Hi, Brian Parker here, doing another fabulous video, giving you your content value for your content buck. We thank you for joining the membership. Uh, I try to give you more. My thing is to kind of give you 120% of what you're seeking, and hopefully it helps you in whatever you're doing with this information. Uh, you be you. Uh, we're not your attorneys. Uh, in a sense, we're your friend providing you education, information, and maybe some entertainment. Um, I want to further elaborate on a video I'd done previously about discovery. And, and I'm going to do it a little differently. I'm going to actually, and I think this is the best way to start doing these videos, I said in my last video, an actual case. So you can see how, what the, the incredible goings on in the mind of Brian Parker, why he does what he does. But um, first of all, we got to stop talking about ourselves and person. Anyway, let's take a look at the anatomy of a debt buyer discovery. The key is, what is the goal of your discovery? I'm going to say it's 99% of attorneys just throw enough crap against the wall and hopefully it sticks, at least some of it sticks. And artists and lawyers are all the same. They just do a ton of stuff and hope somebody gets it. Um, that's not the way to do discovery. And I said in a previous vehicle, vehicle, every video is about a vehicle now. So I said in a previous video, you have to have a hill you're willing to die on. What I mean is have a real request or a real goal with your question because you're probably going to have to do because if it touches a nerve which that's the goal is to touch nerves it's going to be in front of a judge because they're going to refuse to answer now you've got to pursue this with him and waste his time with a real good reason also hear me out here you're going to be facing a summary motion against you to dismiss the case and you lose you can argue that motion now in a simple motion to compel with these requests. That's one of the biggest things I want to get through to you today. You're going to face that motion, but if you're already peppering the judge and educating her about what this case is about, then when she has your motion for summary, which is real serious, and courts want to dismiss cases, they want that stuff off their docket, she now will be hearing, if you've done your job as I counsel you, always argue the next couple of motions, she'll be hearing exactly what you say in your motion to compel emanating from what I'm about to tell you. She'll already be ready to go your way because she'll see, and believe me, judges bend like pretzels to get cases off their docket. You gotta make it really hard for her to dismiss your case. So, um, remember, the word question cannot exist without the word quest. What is your quest behind the question? If you have a question, there must be a quest. Have goals. Have questions you're prepared with heels you're prepared to die upon. So four things you should remember. Review the lawsuit prior to doing your discovery and break, as I always say, tear the lawsuit apart against you. Put F next to any paragraph is false and true if it is true. Now, by the way, I have cases where 
even the name is not true. In fact, the one I'm going to look at briefly for you just to show you how this is all broken down. She's trying to tell the other side that for 10 years they, she hasn't gone by the name they're suing her under. And I've told them, even the court has told them, and they still, nope, she's Mrs. Smith. <laughs> so this is what you're up against. Um, so review the lawsuit, tear it apart. That's the beginning of both your discovery requests and your counter affidavit. But let's wait for that. After you've torn the lawsuit apart, you got to look at it the way a, anybody looks at proof. Do, do the allegations have any merit? Meaning, how are they supporting what they're alleging you did? And it's usually in the form of documents like bills of sales or assignments, or rarely assignments. Go look at that paperwork and see if the two matches up. Rarely do they. There's a giant chasm between what they're alleging and what they're proving or how they're proving what they're alleging. So check that out. Again, have a goal in your request. Don't shock on this. And then fourthly, don't back off when you make your request and you get a BS response. Remember, as I've counseled in the past, it's all about the ping. When you send out something and something comes back, you'll get a, a sharper image or a sharper spear about how you want to attack. If they fail to answer or are clearly being evasive, bear in on that. That's where the money is. Um, and I say that metaphorically. You're not looking for money as you are, more importantly, the truth. So in this first student loan debt lawsuit, so this is anatomy of a debt buyer discovery. I'm going to use a student loan lawsuit and one against UHG, which was my last video. And there's going to be similar underpinnings between the UHG video and the UHG uh, example I'm using today. So let's put the paragraph four of the lawsuit we're talking about, Shazam, on the screen. And you can see number four, I'm going to read it. Prior to the commencement of this action, plaintiff acquired the defendant's account from SLM Private Education Loan Trust 2011 and is therefore assigned all the rights originally bestowed upon the original creditor. So they say they got the, here's how, this is gonna make you laugh, and sadly, they say they got the rights from SLM Private Education Loan Trust 2011-C. The plaintiff did. Guess who the plaintiff is? SLM Private Education Loan Trust 2011-C. <laughs> They can't get it from themselves, but they figured nobody's checking. These things, these complaints are pumped out. So I bore in on that. How can you say that? So first, as always, what's the most important document in a collection defense lawsuit? That's right, the counter affidavit. Now you're getting it. And see all my videos about creating killer counter affidavits and anything else I've said. I think I got like four videos that I'll put in one bundle. So my counter affidavit says, hey, plaintiff SLM is claiming that they bought the debt from the cell, themselves. How is that possible? Uh, and they're also claiming to be debt collectors. In that case, they claim to be debt collectors, which I went into in the UHG video. You can't do that. That violates the FDCPA because then that kicks off their duty to send your client or you 
your validation rights under FDCPA 1692G. Uh, and they do that, again, belt and suspenders to protect themselves from something else that triggers something really cool for you. So my discovery request is, and I'll put it right on the screen so you can see, Shazam says specifically, uh, hey, regarding allegation number four, what did you mean? Please provide all the documents showing plaintiff uh, received the debt of defendants specifically, meaning an assignment of, in this case, Chapman debt with the names of my client. Uh, my point being is bear in on that. Make them respond to that. So a normal response to, oh boy, when they realize how they screwed up would be, hey, we're going to amend the complaint and change it. Their response was, was <laughs> uh, essentially they said, um, subject to and without waiving, and they put a lion's share of objections. Let me put that, their response regarding allegation number four on the screen. Shazam. And you can see that they're saying, just look at the bill of sale and assignments of debt evidencing the chain of title. There are 10 entities claiming to own the debt at one point that they say they are the benefactor of, meaning SLM is the final owner, even though their own complaint at exhibit at paragraph four says, we got it from ourselves. That's a mess. Uh, and they won't back off. Uh, they refuse to really answer. What do you do? A motion to compel. Why? Well, number one, you want to embarrass them in that they have to speak and defend something they can't. And they haven't changed it. And my motion to compel is going to go, they've had nine months to change this. Clearly something's wrong here. And now you're doing what I told you to do. You're educating the judge. So when that event, by the way, they did file a motion to dismiss. They lost. The judge said, no, you haven't proven anything. So these, I'm telling you real life stuff that actually takes place. Um, but you're asking them to prove it or lose it right in front of the judge that may have to hear the motion to dismiss, which I said actually happened and they lost it. You have to push, you have to push some more. Their responses, while maybe initially disheartening to you because they haven't answered anything, should promote you in that you go, aha, I've touched on something here. And it's really important that you listen and then bear in on that. It'll tell you, you'll go from your shotgun approach to a 22 approach. Um, marketing people talk about um, siphons at the top of this funnel is a lot of stuff and you want to get funnel right down to the media act. You want to get this down to the issue that you put in your counter affidavit that you recognize in tearing about apart their complaint, what it is that kills their case and then bear in on that. In that case, there's so much securitization, it's annoying. <laughs> there's so many titles and people having their hand in the debt. The thing is, they know that they don't own it. That's what drives me the most craziest. They're assuming nine out of 10 of these will get defaulted and sometimes they're right. The second one, I did another UHG. And um, in that case, just as the UHG one I just did, they were claiming upgrade, which is a servicer of, of uh, debts. 
is the original creditor and the actual creditor, which is WebBank, and it says that right in the truth in lending statement, which I put in the discovery, like, don't you see your own stuff? All that stuff was attached to their complaint, showing me how false their lawsuit was. And they also stated, uh, my client lived in a county he didn't live in. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a mess. And I have copied their responses for you, but I'm not going to waste your time. I will put up as part of the bundle lots of videos and lots of discovery that I sent them or have sent other debt collectors in the past just to show you how you narrow in on the issues and how they respond and when they respond you go get them. So I'll give you uh, parts of how I go after people, how they respond, and that will be how you set up further your defense, which is fully supported by your counter affidavit. You, you get what you need to do very quickly while creating your counter affidavit. Again, when I asked him, how can you say uh, <laughs> that one entity is an originator, an original creditor, and one who is a servicer is really the original creditor. While ignoring the original creditor in your federal documents, they go, oh, we're just going to change that and we'll amend the lawsuit. That was months ago. It's never going to happen. So you'll do a motion to compel and then you'll set it up so the judge hears you're literally arguing your defense and your counterclaim before the eventual motion to dismiss comes your way. So as part of this video bundle, I'm going to give you a ton of debt buyer, debt collector discovery just to see how I do these things. I'll give you responses. I'll give you the complaints in this case. It's a nice bundle, a nice bunch of good content value for your content buck. You know what I'll do as I'm making this video? I'm going to add some, um, Hmm. I'm going to add some securitization discovery. I'll find a complaint that I'm alleging uh, that I'm defending against that is securitized and it's a creditor, a creditor complaint, which are real tough to beat. But with my new securitization, I'll show you the discovery I used so you, you can have the discovery. I'm also going to do a, a deposition of that this particular case. And when I get the transcript, I'll put that on the membership site membership site too it could be extremely valuable so that'll all be in this bundle so i wish you the best with this you can see how my mind works you can see the education and it's for your research only i'm not telling you how to practice law i'm you know, not your attorney as i always say but it's uh if it gives you some good ideas just like when you google information i want to be your legal google if you will and I thank you for your attention. I hope this helps. Again, the documents are going to be awesome for you. And I thank you very much.